Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. I want to welcome you to another installment of Moa's Ark, where you know God dwells, Jesus reigns, the Holy Spirit guides, and we live in the agape. Hallelujah. Lord God, we thank you this morning for allowing us to come together. And I just want to share some morning manna with the men and women of God with with Moa this morning. Amen. Y'all know I ain't about to be gimmicky now and cliche, (laughs) but I just like the way that sound. Morning manna with Moa. I did it the other day and I like it. And so I'm doing it again. All right. All right. I just want to praise and thank God for an opportunity to come before you just to encourage your hearts. I just want to encourage you to trust God throughout the day. I want to share my testimony. I shared a little bit of my testimony on yesterday. I wasn't going to say nothing (laughs) about what I was going through. I know during the prayer times and and some on um, my previous recordings, I may have alluded to a few things, but I wasn't going to share it because it ain't everybody's business. But at the same time, God is such an awesome God. He is such a great God. Uh, And I'll leave it at this. I'll leave it at this. I got some uh, uh, not so great news. I went in uh, for a um, visit with my doctor uh, to establish care. Uh, My body had been feeling down and and, um, just wasn't feeling myself. I mean, couldn't even stay woke for two, three hours. I was going through so much and I'm still struggling uh, with this little after effects of corona that's what i'm gonna call it it's gonna be the after effects of corona but anyway went to the doctor uh they ran some tests and and got the results back and they caused some uh alarm and concern for my doctor and the doctor was you know wanted to do some more tests and so I was just astonished uh, with the whole experience. I was I was fearful, uh, having watched my mom go through what she went through, and and we recently lost a cousin. Um, so you know, all of these thoughts started just rushing, gushing through my mind. Yes, yes, yes. And although I acknowledge and understand that life and death is not the same to God as it is to us. He does not place the same value that we do. And although we are fearful of death, I am encouraged that I know where I'm going <laughs> and I am joyful and, and, and I have great expectation, expectancy of where I am going. So when it is my time to go, I'm ready to go. I am ready to go because I want to experience some things. But anyway, uh, just having this, being faced with this situation, it caused me to just uh, see my life flash before my very eyes and, and realize that I had not done what God has called me to do in the earth. And I know, I know the assignment. I heard somebody say the other day, um, I understood the assignment and I did the job. And that's what I want to do in the earth. I want God to be able to look upon me and say, uh, well done, my good and faithful servant. Uh, you've done your job and, and now take your rest. But I, I just know it's just not that time. Uh, I've been reluctant to boldly pursue 
uh, ministry as God has called me to it. I've been reluctant to boldly pursue uh, ministry, even in the family, even in the family, even though I know what God has called me to do. Having gone through many, many attacks, uh, when God has called me to bring the family together, I just sometimes I throw my hands up and <laughs> say, God, okay, these your people. But God has called me to a work and I am determined to do such a thing that God has called me to do. No more delay, no more hesitation. Uh, this this was my scare straight. It don't take much. <laughs> it don't take much for me to get myself together. But what I learned was that uh, I'm not doing things that I need to do with my body. I'm not living healthy. Uh, never, ever, ever in my life have I ever been sick or ill or, you know, I, I had the COVID uh, for a season of time and, and I've had some fevers and, you know, um, conditions like that. But I'm talking about chronic illnesses uh, that impact my organs and and all of that. Never had that situation, but I never had to work for it either. <laughs> never had to, you know, exercise regularly or eat right or anything like that. But the older we get, the older we get, it starts to tell on us what we did and our youth. So right now my body is telling on me. It is snitching. And I'm telling you, that saying, snitches get stitches, because this body is ready to stitch me up. So uh, just got to live healthier. And I encourage everyone who is listening right now today, just do an about face. Uh, just if you're not doing the things that you ought to do uh, with your body, begin to live healthy. Uh, you're ingesting poisons, even if it's drugs or alcohol or or even um you know, the foods that we eat, some of the foods that we eat are just as, as detrimental as picking up uh, uh, that weed or, or or popping those pills. You know, it's just as detrimental. So we got to we got to be better stewards over our bodies. These are God's temples and we got to take good care of it. All right. Uh, I am pursuing a, a nutritionalist and and my husband wants to get a cook and, you know, so we can live healthy. But we did find uh, at Costco they they offer these uh, meal preps. So we may get some of those. Uh, I'm still pursuing this 21-day fast. Uh, so I'm doing a Daniel's fast. So I'm not ingesting any meats at this time. Uh, but there will come a time that I'm going to be eating meat. So I, I want to just stick with the chicken and, and, and fish. But who knows? But either way, I found some meal preps that seem to be good. Be healthy. Be healthy. Be healthy. Be healthy be in health and, and, and prosper. Amen. All right. So anyway, wanted to come and encourage you today. Wanted to talk about, uh, our faith and our faith in God, our faith in Christ. Sometimes we go through situations and, and circumstances that will rock our faith. And I find myself oftentimes, uh, just exercising, the principles of God and situations of, of my faith, you know, when, when I'm challenged with situations, let me go to Hebrews 24, I mean, Hebrews 11 verses 24 through 28, just real quick, Hebrew, 
Mm-mm-mm. What I say, Hebrews 11, 24, uh, 24 through 28. And the word of God says, by faith, Moses, when grown, refused the privileges of the Egyptian royal house. He chose a hard life with God's people rather than an opportunistic, soft life of sin with the oppressors. He valued suffering in the Messiah's camp far greater than Egyptian wealth because he was looking ahead, anticipating the payoff. By the act by an act of faith, he turned his heel on Egypt indifferent to the king's blind rage. He had his eye on the one no one can see and kept right on going. By an act of faith, he kept the Passover feast and sprinkled Passover blood on each house so that the destroyer of the firstborn wouldn't touch him. Now, come on now. Isn't that something? Moses decided that he'd much rather live by faith, live by faith, the intangible, the thing that you cannot touch, than to live a life of sin with his oppressors, which were the uh, Egyptians. Oftentimes, we have to make a decision and we have to make our declaration known. We have to be clear in the path that we are going to take. We can't straddle the fence. We cannot straddle the fence. We have to know that by faith, it is better to walk with Christ. It is better to sacrifice with him on his behalf than to take sometimes what we see as the easy route by our oppressors. I don't care what it is. Uh, There have been times over the years where I've had to decide, am I going to go this path or am I going to go the other path? And we always have to pursue the path that aligns with the word and the will of God. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, in our our daily lives, I know some, some of our family members You know, some of our family members, because they struggle financially, they feel that, hey, I got to do this, I got to do that just to survive. But imagine if you turn that mindset into faith and trusting God, putting the onus back on him because he owns the responsibility to be the source of our supply that he knows and understands that in order for us to live out his will and to live out his principles in the earth, we have to be pure and clean and holy and righteous. So God, we can't can't, uh, live without eating. We can't live without, you know, uh, uh, breath or, or whatever our essential needs are. So we depend on you. But sometimes we want to be in the camps with our oppressors, our oppressors, our our dope dealers, our our, uh, 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 hustlers and uh, what they call it, uh, boosters. You know, we want to be out here in this world and living this this, uh, street life, 
so that we can acquire riches and materialistic things. And if the truth be told, uh, we reap what we sow. <laughs> and we be sowing it to mess and, and it come back as, as a greater mess. So I would encourage you today to have faith in God and to know that no matter where you are, how deep you think you're in, God is here to pour you out and to allow you to make the same declaration, the same declaration as Moses that by faith he chose, he chose to identify as an Israelite slave. He chose that. And that was his true inheritance. He, he, he had the opportunity. And I would encourage you all who don't know the story about Moses and how he was saved by the Egyptian, uh, uh, you know, and how he was given the opportunity to grow up in luxury. <laughs> he received all of the benefits and he could have lived a luxurious life, but he chose to go with he, what he knew and his faith. He decided to be mistreated as one of God's people rather than to enjoy enjoyed the pleasures of sin, which were fleeting. See, he had common sense. He had common sense. He, he knew that the things that we do in sin, they are temporary. They won't last. Eventually, they're going to die. He, he, he said in, in verse 64, he, he let us know that he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as a greater value than any of the treasures than Egypt could provide. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine just knowing that, look, I'm going to be mistreated on this side of it before the gospel, before the kingdom, before Christ's sake. I'm willing to do it. He could have very easily chosen another path. But he knew, he knew that by choosing this path that his faith would be rewarded. By faith he left the riches and the privilege of, of Egypt. He lost his power. He lost his influence. He lost his wealth. <laughs> and he did all of that to pursue God's purpose. He knew who God was. He knew who God was because he said he saw him who is invisible. It's impossible. And this is why I oftentimes pray that God will reveal and expose himself to our family members because it's impossible to know God and to not love him. It is impossible. I was um, listening to a story maybe a few months back, and I want to go back and re-listen to it about the Passover. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a wonderful, wonderful story of God's grace and his mercy and his love for his children. And Moses was of the ones who kept the very first Passover. And he was believing, not even experiencing Christ, especially the way that we have, but he was believing that the Lamb's blood would bring salvation. I declare and decree over this day 
that the blood of Jesus will bring the same power and authority and the same resolve and results as the Passover did for the children of Israel back in their day over this family, that all evil, hurt, harm, and danger will pass over our family. Even during the plague uh, that they suffered, even during that time, they were celebrating in faith. I thank God that even as we're going through our own pandemic, we call it a plague. Some of us don't believe that it's true, but I know that it's true because I went through it myself. But I pray that death passes over our family. I pray that continued um, increase. They keep talking about these different variances that, that are coming out. I pray that it passes over our family as we continue to pursue God and pursue his righteousness. By faith, we stake our character on Christ. By faith, we submit all of our skills, our knowledge, our desires, our hopes on God's omniscient plan for our lives, for our family. By faith, we believe that God is all good and all powerful and he will pursue and His he will fulfill and pursue his purposes through us. I pray today that God will increase your faith and let you know that we can walk boldly in him. We don't have to be timid in this world and timid in this earth. We don't have to walk in fear. Whatever situation or circumstance that you are facing in this season, I pray that you will release it to God. I told my kids the other day, I said, we ain't taking no L's. (laughs) We ain't taking no L's, especially while we're in a 21-day fast, the devil get back. We ain't got time for that. We are declaring all victories over here. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today as you go throughout your day. Trust God. Trust God. Thank him. Pray cons- uh, uh, consistently and without ceasing, continuously throughout the day. Just trust God. Speak to God. Talk to God. Prayer is only, is communing between us and Christ. Talk to him. Let him know your fears. Let him know your troubles. Ask him to calm your fears. I share with you all at the beginning, I I was struggling last week. You know, when I got this news, nobody wants to get the news. And, And then to have the nerve and the audacity. Nowadays with technology, you get the results. Uh, overnight and you get alerts on your phone (laughs) and I got the alert got the alert of the the test that came back and what they were testing for and what that test could mean can you imagine I think it was about two or three o'clock in the morning my phone chimed and y'all know I I got to get up and, and see what's going on I started reading that crap, and then my doctor called me. I'm telling you, that day was just so chaotic. She she called me. I couldn't get her. She, I called her. She couldn't get me. <laughs> and finally, and finally, she shared with me 
the results and what the impact could be and what she was was presuming what's going on. Now, now listen, listen, let me be clear. Doctors don't know. They don't know. I, I thank God for them. I, I thank them for the wisdom, but just like us in our profession, perfection, we are not perfect in our profession. You know, we're not perfect and we're learning and we're, you know, we're, we're enhancing our craft, but we haven't perfected it and nobody knows us from the inside out like Christ do. So she was sharing with me her fears and what she's seen in the past and what she expected the results to be, which, by the way, thank God, (laughs) they didn't show up the way that she did. But what I'm sharing is that by faith, by faith, we've got to trust God. But I was trusting him. I, I listen, I knew he could do it and I knew he would do it. But everything around me was saying, up, oh, but if he don't, <laughs> what if, what if I, I looked at my grandbaby, my, my little girl, uh, KK, Kaylin, I said, oh my God, I said, these kids of mine, they so darn hard headed. They don't listen to nothing I say. How am I going to get my little dial houses to my KK? If I'm, if I'm gone from here, they going to sell them up. And I keep telling them there's money in these things. I I got them for a reason because I want to leave a legacy for my grandbabies so that either if they want to sell them, they can sell them, or if they want to hold on to them, you know, for the for the memory of me, they can hold on to them. But I said, mm, that I'm telling you, these are thoughts that was going through my mind. <laughs> I, I called my oldest girl. I said, listen. Now, I don't want you to have no fear, but I know that I know that I know that if something happened to me, you're going you gonna to do exactly what I say. You're going to do exactly what. So here's what I want. And I want to be very clear. Don't you let nobody change it up. <laughs> I'm going to try to put that mess in a wheel. But I didn't think, I mean, I, I, it wasn't anything dire. So let me be clear. It was a little uh, drama, trauma on my end, you know, just being shocked with with what they were saying. So y'all know how I am sometimes. I get a little dramatic. Uh, but I wanted her to know, you know, what I wanted because there's certain things that, that I'm doing now uh, to build a legacy for the future. And, and I feel that I'm right within the range of what God has, has ordained and allowed, okay? So, but anyway, I had the fear. I had the fear and yet the faith. And people say, well, one contradict the other, but no, it don't. <laughs> but God brought me out nonetheless. And, and like I said, I got scared straight, but it is our faith. I want to encourage you today that no matter what you're facing, No matter your situation or your circumstance, even if you got to trust God with your eyes wide shut, (laughs) trust him. Just know that no matter what, no matter what happens in our lives, it is working towards our good. And like I said, God gave me the revelation that 
you know, he don't see life and death the same way that we do. If we look at Jesus' life, he didn't live to be 100 or, you know, 150 or some of the ages that we see in the Old Testament. He didn't live long, but he did what he needed to do in the earth. If we look at some of, even some of the more modern greats, right, that God allowed us to experience, Martin Luther King, um, uh, Malcolm X, you know, some some of the, the ones that God allowed to come as the prophets, you know, in our modern day time, they didn't live long. Now, I'm not saying that we won't live long because, you know, many of us will, but some of us won't. But you gotta, you gotta know that you know that you know that you know where you're going to. The the thing that stunted me and stopped me in my tracks was that I was like, Lord, I have not yet done what you have called me to do. And I'm telling you the truth. I trust God. I trust him for the covenant that he made with me in my youth. As I was a young mother, he said, if you give those children to me, I will cover them. God declared that there was a fivefold ministry under the umbrella of my children, the covenant that we have with them, with him and in them. And, uh, you know, I'm like, well, wait a minute now. I'm trying to see some things. <laughs> I got to see some promises come to pass. And I said, well, Lord, you know, and then my grandbabies, you know, I got to cover their spirits. I got to cover their souls. You know, come on now, it it ain't time. But if it's time, I knew where I was going. And I'm telling you the truth. When I leave this earth, when I leave this earth, I want y'all to rejoice, to rejoice, because I'm going to be with my Savior. I am going to be with them. So that was not the question in my heart. All of these thoughts were just around what I had left undone. But trust and believe, if God gives me the opportunity, I am leaving this world empty. I'm leaving empty. I'm going to do everything that he has called me to do, and I am going to leave a legacy. If if, if the world is still here, because we don't know when he's coming. We don't know. All right. So anyway, I wanted to encourage you today to just step out by faith. Trust God. Trust God no matter what your situation is. If you desire prayer, if you desire for me to touch and agree with you, whatever your situation is, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're going through. If you want me to pray with you and touch and agree, just reach out reach out. That is what I I am here for. I am here to serve God's people. Amen. And I'm here to trust and believe and touch and agree. And for those of you who have been following with us as we continue with this 21-day fast, as we continue with these prayers, if God is touching your heart and leading you towards him and you want to pray the prayer of faith, and you want to pray the prayer of salvation, let me walk you through it. Let me walk you through it. As a matter of fact, I took my son through this exercise the other day. (laughs) And it's funny because uh, I told him, I said, look, you are at an age of accountability now. 
and and I'm starting to see some things. He he like listening to this horrible music, horrible. And when I say horrible, I ain't just talking about you know the cussing and all of that. I'm like, what do they be saying? They just be murmuring and mumble, mumble, mumble. Uh, but anyway. Uh, some of the things, he's a good kid. He don't get into, you know, trouble and a whole lot of mess that I know of. But listen, if y'all know what he out there doing, uh, give me a heads up. Because <laughs> some people be like, how kids be doing the same thing? I'm like, they showed, you better tell what they doing. Tell on them, snitch. But anyway, um, he's a good kid. But I wanted to uh, introduce him to the ideal of salvation and leading him to Christ. But anyway, all right, so the prayer of salvation, I want you to repeat after me. Repeat after me and say it in your own words. When I say I, you can say your name or you can say I, amen? All right, so Jesus, I am sorry that I have lived my life without you. Please forgive me. For I am a sinner and I need you to be my Lord and Savior. Jesus, I believe in you. You are the Son of God. I believe you died on the cross for me. You took my place and all the punishment that I deserve. I believe you died and were buried and on the third day you rose from the dead. I want to follow you and be your disciple. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have for me. I receive you now. I receive you now, Jesus, into my life, and I give all of myself to you. Take me this way. Take me the way that I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me now with your Holy Ghost and teach me everything I need to know. In Jesus' name, I pray. Thank God. So I've just walked you through the prayer of salvation. If you received that prayer, if you recited that prayer, if you spoke that prayer and believed it in your heart, you are saved. You are saved. And as God continues to open up doors, I will soon have a brick and mortar church house, a house of prayer, and God has given me the commission to go and plant a church, and I will have a place for you to come and be ye baptized in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we baptize in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So if you were led uh, and and you want to uh, have baptism, seek out your local church uh, seek out when they are having baptism service. And, and if God is leading you to a ministry, I, I would admonish you to join, to join because we're going to need spiritual covering uh, in, in this season. We always need it, but we're going to really, really need it. But, but if God is leading you to this ministry, we will have a brick and mortar church. And I'm telling you, I, I, I feel inclined to try to find some space so we can do some baptisms. 
before we get our space. Amen. God is opening up doors. Somebody uh, offered to me uh, information about a home uh, that is for sale. Uh, the owner is trying to get it for two thirds less than what it's worth. And, and this ain't no Jack and the Beanstalk story. I mean, this is some tangible, uh, a real lead uh, that I'm just watching from the beginning through the end. I'm just praising God on this side of it. I'm thanking him in advance that as we establish the ministry that we'll have a place. We'll have a place. I, God has given me ideas for uh, retreats and, you know, just just places of respite where people could come and rest and get rejuvenated and renewed. And, and this ain't about, you know, a money-making thing or anything like that. I'm pursuing God to just have a space and a place for his people, uh, heaven on earth, that we could be rejuvenated and, and just, you know, come and rewire and rewire and, and, and rest and, you know, all of that. But anyway, it, I didn't ask for it. It just got dropped before me. And um, I didn't call a lady yet, uh, but she's interested and, and eager to speak with me. So I'll be talking to her soon. But God is is doing some things. I'm, I'm still working with... Um, getting, you know, getting the church up and going and, and um, the affiliation that I'm uh, uh, with now and, and the coaching that I'm getting and the infrastructure that we're building up. I'm just so grateful. And soon and very soon, I'm going to be looking and reaching out for help. I cannot do this by myself. I'm going to need a team, a launch team. So soon and very soon. I will be reaching out. Anyway, that was more than what I wanted to say, but the bottom line is by faith, by faith, by faith, we trust God. We trust God. Whatever you are going through today, by faith, by faith. But know this, that faith without works is dead. So it's something we've got to do. We got to trust God and we know that he's going to bless us. His word will not return unto him void. So speak the word over your life. Ask God for strategy. Ask God for information on how to handle and deal with this situation and do your part. If God say get up and walk and, and, and eat, <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Peter! He said, "He said, go slaughter the 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 uh, the animals and what you see." As he had that vision, he said, "Go slaughter it." And Peter was like, "I've never ate anything unclean." <laughs> if y'all don't follow me, go back to the prayer this morning. But anyway, uh, Peter was like, "I never ate nothing unclean." He reminded me of somebody I know. They, uh, me, <laughs> like, uh, wait a minute now, I see this vision, but I ain't about to go slaughter that nasty stuff, but anyway, all right, I love you, I love you, I love you, please know that I love you, uh, my love for you is perfect, but my flesh is imperfect, and so if I have offended anyone, I apologize, and if you have offended me, I receive and forgive you. I receive your apology and I forgive you in Jesus name. All right. Have a blessed and encouraged day. Amen and amen.